Hi everyone, it's Tara Collier, your host of the Also Grind podcast, where I'm joined by entrepreneurs and career folks doing amazing stuff as they share their original stories and lessons learned along the way. On this episode, I had a chat with Ajibota at his friend's studio in Ikoi. His fans, as well as most of you in the music industry, know him as Ajibota, but his birth name is Akitoye Balogun. Ajibota presently works full-time at Cisco as an enterprise account manager, managing enterprise-level customers for Cisco in Nigeria. Prior to that, he had worked with Stambic IBTC, Renaissance AMC, and GameSoul. As a music artist, he has two studio albums and dropped hit jams like Omo Pastor, Celebrating Advance, and most recently, Ghana Bounce. On this episode, we had a chat about his last album called What Happens in Lagos, a product he built when he got back to Lagos that failed, how luck plays a role in being successful, why learning a skill is super important, the future of Nigerian music, and a bit more. Hey everyone, this is your host, Dario Kolewo of the Osugrani Podcast. And I'm here in Koyi yeah. with Ajobota. How are you doing, Ajobota? Man, I'm good, man. Just chilling. First thing I'm doing today. So I read recently of the definition of Ajobota, right? Right. Um, it says someone who was born with a silver spoon mm-hmm. in their mouth. Right. Or who is spoiled and has not experienced the harshness of life. Does yeah. that sum up who you are or is there a different reason for your for your stage name? Do you know what, eh? I would say yes and no. Knowing that I don't actually believe that I'm spoiled, but... There are obviously people that, you know, if I talk to like a gate man or something or someone on the street, they can look at my life and say that, well, I'm of a certain privilege, which is not a lie. In that if, in fact, in Nigeria, if you are able to go to school, you have to go to primary school, secondary school, university, outside the country, and I even have masters, then definitely I'm born of a certain privilege. So I have some opportunities that a regular guy on the street might not have. And for that, I'm obviously grateful. I don't have like some extravagant life. I do not have like, some extra, so, so, so I'll put it at upper or well, middle class. So is that why you named yourself Ajobota? Well, or what was the reason? The reason I named myself Ajobota, bear in mind, this was like when I was 16 years old. Like at the time, it wasn't like much thought put into it. I just didn't want to be, I just didn't want class B. At the time, when you, if you're rapping, like everybody that was making music or rapping or whatever was like streets, everything street, hustle was like, Olamide was just coming up at the time that green was popping off. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I like what they're doing, but I'm not that. So I want to be like the opposite of that. I want to like, what about the other markets? What about all the people that were at the time listening to like maybe only American music mm-hmm. or whatever? Right. So I wanted to see how can I appeal to them? Let me now go by this Ajebota thing. Nice. You dropped an album um, in 2017 yeah. called What Happens in Lagos, right? Yes, thank God for that. What was it about? What Happens in Lagos? Wow. I don't know if you've seen the album cover. So yeah. the album cover is like uh, the evolution of Lagos Man. You know that like evolution mm-hmm. picture? Yeah. So it goes from the first one is like a student who has nothing. Mm-hmm. So that represents like someone that's just coming into Lagos or come from anywhere, or if you're just growing up as an adult in Lagos. Then the ste- next step is NYC. Then the next step is um, a working class person, someone that you know has a job, doing his own business, just starting out basically, trying to hustle in an honest, legitimate way. Then the next step is like sort of someone that has realized that this Lagos of a thing is a sham, is a scam, like it's not yeah. an honest place. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like womanizing 
uh, making money any way he can in the early stages and then someone that is like a Lagos big boy who perfects the art of doing that mm-hmm. is now stuck in like the most cynical ways is now like a disrespectful person to staff to babes to yeah. with money to whatever yeah. to the society and um, that is sort of what Lagos spits out at the end of it all you know mm-hmm. um, I, there's this analogy that I gave one day like this I said that if you have if you earn one million in Lagos per month you have a very very good job right now if you earn one million obviously there's inflation your salary increase or whatever but if you earn one million for 12 months for 10 years that's 120 million you can barely buy a house in like Lucky Phase 1 with that money that's crazy like you can only house I've never thought about, I never talk about the Range Rover yeah well I'm not even talking about school fees mm-hmm. abroad for your, for your or, kids for your kids you understand <laughs> yeah. so and that's if you've done the right thing for 10 years done exactly what you're meant to do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's not that's not acceptable we can't yeah. live like that that's yeah. that's that's it's not on it's crazy man do you get mm-hmm. so that's why like if you if you look at the Lagos story you know people a lot of people start out innocent. A lot of people start out wanting to do the right thing. A lot of people start out being respectful. And the album is the story of this whole thing. So yeah. it starts off like good place to start, where it's like, you know, humble, you know, humble talking beginnings. about, you know, humble yeah. beginning, yeah, that, you know, entrepreneurs should do this, da, da, da. Mm-hmm. you know, very hopeful. Then it goes to like, uh, they go to the 4 a.m. in Lego, 4 a.m., yeah, which is like about yeah. hustling, like mm-hmm. waking up early, going to work. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still hopeful. Then it starts going to dollar to one. At that point, lamentation settings are. Yeah, man. Things are tough, man. No, no, no. Dollar like, to one. Like, was, like, was this crazy? Yeah, man. You get, like, mm-hmm. you start feeling away. And then it then goes to rich friends, which is, it goes to envy and jealousy and addresses those themes. Then five, it goes to bad gang. Yo, like, I'm about to go in. Like, yeah. <laughs> like a bad gang is, you know, a bad gang has two, two sides to it. The first side is in the story of the album, looking at it, you're like, man, whew, this life that these guys are living, yeah. yo, is wild. Mm-hmm. And, but it's, it's normal because I'm in it. I'm a young person. These are things that we see every day and there's nothing wrong with it. And it's also like looking outside and like when I actually initially wrote the song, like an older person, like an old man, yeah. like ah, this is when I'm drinking because they're wearing jeans and they have pierced their nose. And all this thing. But yeah. they really, in reality, there's nothing wrong with piercing your nose mm-hmm. and wearing torn jeans and wearing mm-hmm. tight jeans. Or that has nothing to do with who you are as a person but that's not how Lagos or Nigeria perceives things yeah. right so I also tried to make sure that I wrote the album not with my own not from my own my own point of view like yeah. not what I think about yeah. any of these things but yeah. what I see that happens that what happens, I observe yeah, that happens yeah, really yeah, and truly yeah. mm-hmm. um, as you know like pretty, pretty authentic like yeah this I try to be yeah I try to you know this is really what is happening what you guys can relate with thank you so the you know what you can relate with, what you can relate to, and yeah. what the reality on ground is. You know, just reporting it as I'm seeing it um, from that perspective in Lagos and how it happens. I mean, that's why it's called What Happens in Lagos. Not yeah. what I want to happen in Lagos, of not course, what I yeah. wish to happen in, in Lagos, Lagos, but yeah, what that's, happens that's, in Lagos. That makes um, sense. Yeah. yeah so. that's, how long did it take you to like, produce the album? Um, like two, like years. Years, man. two years. Two years. At least two years, yeah. Wow. At wow. least, yes. A, bit a, lot, a lot of work, man. Yeah, man. A lot of work. A lot of, uh, a lot of chopping and changing. For <laughs> me, I, but I always had like a rough track list. Like from the time I had only two or three songs, mm-hmm. I always knew what I wanted the whole album. Like I had some, like, yeah. I had names of the album that obviously songs names, but I'm not written the songs, but I had the name of the song. Mm-hmm. And I'll end up making a, a song that, that fits the idea, then I'll put that song into the track list. Yeah. So, and I continue doing that, doing that, doing that until I finish the album. What would you say your style of music is? My style of music, 
I don't know that I have one like strict style, but yeah. I would say for what happened in Lagos, it was uh, there was a lot of satire. I'd say in the album, a laid back, chilled. A lot of people describe my music as that, so I would put that as well. Yeah, um, yeah. Although if you don't know any of that, like if you don't know the other side, then yeah, you, you don't, don't really understand me. But yeah, I'd yeah. put that as well. Yeah. What's been the reception so far? Um, reception has been very good. Well, it's definitely more successful than any time soon, which was the first body of work I did with oh, Studio yeah. Magic. Yeah. Um, it's it's been really good reception. People. Nice relate to certain songs mm-hmm. and that was my dream and that was my hope yeah um it's, it's also taught me a lot mm-hmm. you know in terms of what else i can do with the music bigger places i can reach other people i can speak to and yeah it, it has really put me in good positions i'd say that awesome yeah what was it like collaborating with um people like files and mi like working with them <laughs> um interesting question so for the album files the bad gang had, had done my bit and then he did his bits um, yeah. in London. But I've known Files for like 10 years. So mm. we've worked together, you know, quite a few times. Yeah. Um, for MI, MI is also someone that I've known for a while. We always talk, but we never really... Well, I can go to MI studio and I'll just be yanning for like mm. a mm. long time. Mm. I'll talk about normal things. We necessarily talk about music. Um, but like a week to when I was about to drop my... What am I saying a week? Like maybe four days, three yeah. days. I'm like, yo, I have a deadline. Mm-hmm. I really want you on this album. I really want you to do this song. I sent him the song, and I'm like, bro, I need this thing in like two days, or it can't make the album. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so he, you know, I don't know how he did his verse. Shad yeah. did it, sent <laughs> it to sense. me. I'm like, yo, you need to send me the other file. I'm like, yo, I can't send this file. I'm traveling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sends engineers, and you know, Shad did it, Shad. Your relationship with this, because you, you mentioned, you know, the whole back and forth and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, do you? I mean, if someone wants to get in touch with Ajay Butter, for instance, it's going to be a lot of back and forth. I'm busy, you know, I'm traveling and stuff like that. Is it the same with other artists? Yeah, like, yeah, it's, like it is the same with other artists. And it's even worse than that because me, I, at least I answer my phone by myself <laughs> Yeah, most times. Yeah, call me. for other folks, it's like... Yeah, you know, you're talking to manager, you're not talking to anybody, or they're not they're not being responsive. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a bit with working in corporate world because I know people that are busier than all artists. And they still, you know, they still, they still answer their. They either they answer the email or you know they, you know, sort of correspond because in different industries, different things are important. Sure. sure. And then you know, big boy might be. Of course. Yeah. 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 I, get, I get you. So in case, in case you don't know Butter, um, you work in the corporate environment. In case me, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very funny. Right? Yeah. My guess is a lot of people don't know that you do. Could you like shed more light on your background? No. What's so funny is that my schooling has nothing to do with my corporate world or my corporate job or my music job oh, really? so i studied uh i studied petroleum engineering in uni. Mm. then i did a master's in project management and now i work in cisco which is a tech company that focuses mainly on business it stuff like that nothing to do with what i studied in school tech nothing so i i, I pretty much uh learned a lot of the stuff i learned tech wise once i as soon as i left school because yeah. i actually Started. I started a. I built a product called oh. Song Market. Oh, yeah. nice. So, I don't know if you know uh, my music to NG. Do you know that? Yeah, company? I know my music. To so NG. basically, what my music to NG does, does. right? Oh, really? So I I came up with that idea just you know. While you like, were in college? No, no, I left school. Oh, I left school. But okay. I just I just moved to Lagos and I said this ah, thing okay. deserves to exist because mm-hmm. why are they ring back tunes? It's annoying you know? to the back of your phone. <laughs> yeah. When you can do the same thing and probably get it to the front of your phone with this, I felt like why people weren't buying music was because of 
the fact that with the payment methods, which was cards, which is cards and yeah, ETC, yeah. it's yeah. much easier if you could do the way they pay for ring back change, right? Mm-hmm. So that was the sort of thesis behind that built yeah, product. Time, I, yeah. I just went to CCL and uh, what was the other one? Idea Hub. Yeah. Yeah. At the time, I just looked for someone. I said, found this guy, brilliant guy, come and help me build this thing. Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay. So we started, we built the product. I had no idea what I was doing, no sure. tech background, yeah. nothing. I just had an idea and I said, we have to do this. Mm-hmm. And so we built it, went to a couple of places to look for funding, not like VCs, because we didn't know what, I didn't know what VCs were yeah. at the time. No idea. So I went to like banks mm-hmm. and like MTN and all these guys. I said, guys, this is a product that deserves to exist. In fact, it is what MTN Music Plus is today. So yeah. exactly that. So basically we actually built out like the entire, like, mind map and then they sacked the guy who was working on the project and basically we never got funding for the project never took off and but it, we had a prototype which was working so the yeah. thing product product failed mm-hmm. and that, that, that happens <laughs> yeah but that was a blessing in disguise because that was how i realized that oh wait so this tech thing huh, you can apply it to so many things and you can solve problems and i got addicted to ideating products and just started reading up and just started like educating myself just for the fun of it yeah and um yeah, so that was basically how I got into tech. I worked for a gaming company. I was building mobile games. Um, a, a startup, you yeah. know, we're building mobile games, exporting to different parts of the world. Um, yeah, man, so that's how I got into tech. And then I started working for Cisco. Yeah, what do you yeah. do at Cisco? Um, I do sales, I do enterprise. I'm an enterprise account manager. So it's, Cisco, what typically is, is enterprise sales. That's what the account managers do. So. What, what what came first for you? Was it the nine to five? Was it singing? No, definitely. I've been doing music since I was in uni, since mm-hmm. I was in secondary school. Self. Yeah. Like yeah. obviously writing songs or whatever. So it's always been something I've been doing alongside other things. Like I've always done things whilst making music, mm-hmm. whilst dropping on a pastor, while dropping bad gang, yeah. gang mouse, making no cause fight. No matter what, I've always been, you know, yeah, working or in school. Must be really crazy. Like, how do you how do you juggle both? Like, your nine to five and your music. Like, I mean, you must go for shows. You must yeah. do music videos. Uh, you must be at the office. You yeah. Must, I mean, how do you how do you how do you do so, that? Man? So when people ask me that question, how do I do that? I've never known any other thing. So I don't know how to not do that. Mm. If that makes sense. Like, mm. I've not just not gone to work. That would be so strange. Like, go to work and have nothing else to do. That would kill myself. Yeah. And also with music, I've always done it alongside something else. So I just feel like, you know, that would give me so much free time if I had that. But when it comes to shows, sometimes it's very hard to be available to do some things because obviously you have to be at work. But it, it teaches you how to use, make the best out of your time. Mm-hmm. So you're not doing like, especially in music, there's a lot of temptation to do things under the guise of I'm just doing it for my brand or whatever. But you can be more disciplined and say, guy, I'm not doing this. I don't want to do this because you know that there's an there's a opportunity cost. Yeah, sure. Do you yeah. So you're not just always in every place doing everything. You're picking and choosing what you do. But I know I do admit that if I had more time or if I was doing just music, yeah. um, obviously I think I'll be further along or I'd have done a lot more things. But are you, are you as a success, person, are you a successful musician? Definitely. Obviously, you could always be more successful. But as a person, I'm a very successful person. As a musician, maybe I'm moderately successful. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but as my fans, they only see the music bit. Yeah. So yeah. they want more of that, which mm-hmm. I, I hear them. Mm. So that means there could be a time where you would be like full, fully music? Um. Well, yeah, there can be a time where I'm fully music, but fully music doesn't mean 
I mean, fully recording and shooting videos and this and that. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of the business side to it. There's a sure. lot of, and the business side is not very organized in Nigeria. Mm. Um, so it was always very difficult for me to justify just doing music because there was no, I mean, like it's very chaotic. Yeah, true. But true. a new challenge I'm putting to myself is trying to organize that chaos and trying to see how we can better what so is going on. Is there a possibility that you would like maybe have a startup in like a tech music startup? Um, it's very highly possible. Highly possible. That would be interesting. Man. Yeah. I mean, um, you've been around for a while, so you know the problems. And I know the problems, right? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Business side of yeah. things. Um, yeah. And to be honest, I'm, I'm kind of working to solve some of these problems alongside some other people. And at this age where, at, at this age where I am, especially in, in music and in tech, you understand that every problem is not just build an app. You sure. Know? <laughs> Solutions are not just build an app or build a website. There's a lot yeah, of, love, love a lot of flying work. Uh -huh. <laughs> that needs to be done. Not, not even that. Like in terms of what the solution to a problem is, it's yeah. not always in form of an app or yeah. a website or, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. some problems can be solved with AI already existing platforms yeah, yeah you some can problems can be solved yeah. with streets merchants some problems can be solved with uh changing policy or talking to people you know stuff yeah, like yeah, that I get, so I get you, I you get know you. to really yeah. solve problems there's different layers ways, of stuff yeah. yeah different ways and you know there are different levels different parts of an organization that you can be interesting yeah interesting. um so so a lot of folks mm -hmm. want to get into music mm -hmm. right but and i, I know but it's, I, trust me like I'm it's, it's, it's 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 tough <laughs> Like it's really yeah. really tough mm. to to get into music in Nigeria. Mm. What's what's your advice for like young upcoming artists? Man, thing about that question is that the, the advice is difficult because it really depends on the person, what the person is doing mm. now, and what the person is trying to achieve. Um, but I would definitely say that music is not like the end all and be all. I don't think like it's some fancy thing. You know, it's music. I would, I even say to say this sometimes that music is spiritual fame is spiritual like it makes people act the way you know so you be careful what you wish for be yeah. careful you know what you're going into it's not just there's a lot of hard work the people that are successful in music are a lot of them are very if they themselves are not hard working they have a hard working team True. so yeah you know and it's actually a, it's a business it's a thing it's what you see the artist is just like the thing you sell in the shop mm -hmm. it's just a brand it's just the biscuits See biscuits in the shop, there are like 100 people making the biscuits yeah, in, in different, the lab. Different, different brands Do you understand? Well. Yeah. There are different brands, so you have to think about it like that. I, yeah, I, I that think regard. a lot of people need to understand that luck plays a lot. Yeah, luck plays <laughs> a lot in success in general, but the thing is that you can make yourself more lucky. Make yourself more lucky by having the right skills and by being in the right place at the right time. For instance, um, a lot of people that get jobs in Nigeria, you can be like your uncle connected you, your cousin connected you, your friend connected you. Oh, this person was just lucky. He was just at the right place at the right time. Yeah. But to be at the right place at the right time, there are a lot of right places that were not the right time. You probably went for 20 networking events. You probably visited 20 uncles and only one could help you. True. So that is more of conversion rates than luck. But yeah. it's luck. But it's, it's the part of it. Yeah. That's how you make yourself more lucky by putting yourself in... For instance, if you don't stand in the 18-yard box, the ball cannot deflect and touch you to enter the net. Absolutely. You, understand? Absolutely. you have to be there. True. You have to position yourself in a way that you can be more lucky. In fact, if you can, if you're someone that can be listening to this podcast, you are already a certain level of lucky because yeah. you are not. You have internet, yeah. right? You yeah. have access to people that know about a podcast like this, so you have access to information. 
there are a lot of people that don't have that. Most of the world don't have that. So you're already lucky to a certain degree. True. And you have to understand how lucky you are and how much. And make mo- use make use of that. Make know? use of your luck, and you can be luckier as well by putting yourself in the right position. If you have friends, people have friends. Access to is a key thing. Like my sister works on the radio. Um, I had a cousin. Like the, the first person that ever played my song on the radio was my cousin, like my older cousin. Mm-hmm. Uh, he used to work at Cool FM. He wasn't the person on air, but he knew the people on air. So if you think about it like that, I was lucky. But again, you have to surround yourself with people. With people, yeah, that would like you know the studio magic that produced my stuff. I met them on Twitter, and then you know London. So for me to even, I was I was lucky that they moved to me. But I had to be on Twitter. I had to be true, putting out music. True, true. To, or not you just okay. It has to be. You know, that, if you, that plat- that you plat- can't be lucky unless you make yourself lucky. So there's. I get you. Yeah, there's a big element of. So do, do you meet a lot of like upcoming artists? Like, do they? Do they bro, reach, do they loads, loads, bro, loads. <laughs> like, oh man, so many of them. So, so many. So how do you? What, what What do you do? Like, do you, you just have them? Like, just have to find something. Ex- you just have to be exceptional in small way or the other. Because mm-hmm. I, I'm looking at it. What can I get from this person? As much as I know that if I feature on your song, it's a big deal for you, but. Do I think that you're going to be something in the future? Sure. Just think about it like investing in a startup. Yeah. No investor is investing because they like you. They're investing because they see something in this company that can be big in the future. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All because their friend told them to invest. So whatever reason, there must be something in it for them. Yeah. As much as it is for them. That money might be life-changing for you, but if it doesn't mean anything to me, for then the I'm, not gonna, yeah. I'm not yeah. going to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, cool. Like, I'm going to be like betraying some quick if you only knew questions at you right, um, okay. just what's something you wish you were better at what's something i wish i was better at it would be something like i don't know singing like actual singing like you know how people can sing like all these michael jackson and them yeah 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 no but actually that's not a big thing i wish i was better at like marketing like i was a natural marketer mm. favorite childhood memory favorite childhood memory building ah i built like <laughs> after watching home alone we built like a lot of traps because like they robbed some people next door to us so yeah. we built like a lot of traps with buying copper wire and tying it to the door and so putting it in water to shock somebody <laughs> and we'll plug it to plug one part of the copper to the ac and it worked and it shocked, it shocked the maid yeah we got in a lot of trouble <laughs> the yeah, maid yeah it shocked it. So we got, we got yeah that'll be a lot of trouble from your parents yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow nice Best piece of advice you ever got? Man, best piece of advice, bruh. That's such a deep question. Um, I think fail fast. Fail fast is probably the best one. What's the worst? Wow. Worst piece of advice is uh, do something. I I know like my mom used to say, you know, do this thing, and then you see the results a lot like something around delayed gratification um, is there something you believe to be true for a very long time but realized to be worth it ah man so many things <laughs> probably that we were as people you know we were in control of everything that we did mm. um, which is definitely not true a lot of things are out of our control yeah what we just have to do is do our best to be in the best positions best times do what is best to us. But a lot of things good and bad will happen that have nothing to do with you. Um, sure. But you might big yourself up for it, but you know, it's not always the case. Who's the artist um, people will be surprised you listen to? Um, Shinko Ekun. 
Really? Wow. Yeah. I like Ed Sheeran as well. I don't know if people would think I listen to Ed Sheeran, but okay. I love Ed Sheeran. Man. It really inspires me. I love Slick Rick. Oh, nice. Yeah. If you could take anyone to lunch, dead or alive, who would it be? That's a good question. Let's see. Let's see if I could take someone to lunch who is like a gatekeeper. Because I, I read something recently that, you know, try and take two people to lunch every week. Mm. You know, you don't, you don't, like people that you don't even know that well. You yeah. never know what you learn from them. So true, true, true. It's something I definitely want to do more of. But um, who do I want to take to lunch? Do you look up to anybody? Like, yeah. Is there, is there anybody you look up to? I look up to a lot of people, man. Okay. I look up to I look up to Mr. Easy. Oh. Yeah, I look up to M.I. Who do you look up to? In I look up world? to Drake. I'm getting there. Okay. Um, oh, Man, there's just... Just like, so many, there are a lot of people that I, I really, really, you know, respect. Respect, yeah. respect them. I look up to Paul Graham. I used to look up. To, Peter Thiel was like my idol. I, actually, I want to take Peter Thiel to lunch. I really want to pick his brain. Aha. I really want to pick his brain. Yeah, the guy has some very, very weird a, um, philosophies. He's a crazy guy. About, a crazy. about life and about. Yeah, man. He was <laughs> so always. Many he, was, he was for a very long time. He was my idol. Like I, I used to. I, I respect a lot of things he says, and one thing that he taught me is like you know, focus on what you know to be true. And that the fact that a lot of things that hundred years ago that were normal are like completely bizarre now, like like 200, 300 years ago. Yeah. That like things that were common or normal are completely bizarre. So we can think of things that we do now that would be bizarre in the future. Yeah. You know, there are things that are normal, normal to us now that make, that like, yo, what is this? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like people used to smoke cig- cigarettes in like, everywhere office yeah true it's ridiculous yeah. to us now mm-hmm. and then there'll be some things in the future that we do now that i like right how, how come we used to do that mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i think a lot of those things will be around the way we treat women today i think mm-hmm. when we look back at it it's yeah. gonna be like right this this is just, this crazy. is mad it's crazy if you yeah. just think about it if we put just only science i'm just put things together right if yeah. you think of if you are if you are the opinion that men and women are equally as smart which i don't think anybody can argue with like when it comes to like mental capacity right yeah. you know are equally as smart and only men are going to school only men are being trained to work in offices and look at the governments and the workforce and you say okay the governments and the workforce are like maybe male dominated that means that the efficiency of your country or the best people in your country at least half of them or not half of them but like a lot of people that chunk of them, yeah. are not even untapped on True. work so the easiest True. way to get economic development tomorrow is to get a lot of is to empower the females empower yeah, all the women yeah. that are not doing anything Think, and all yeah. the young let me not even put young people because we have a young population so yeah, already th- naturally a lot of young people are trained so if you just think of the fact that a lot of women are not doing like cannot go to school or the ones mm-hmm. that can go to school are not given like equal opportunity yeah are not given yeah. equal opportunity that already means that your society is extremely inefficient yeah. So just based yeah. off of that alone, in the future we're like, wow, how did we get Jesus away with this for so long? Yeah. Like it doesn't yeah. make any sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very simple. There's a question from Twitter. Ah, okay. Um, do Nigerian artists mm-hmm. have business managers who manage their assets and help them make smart investments, or do they just wing it? Well, I think most people wing it. 
but I think some people, maybe like if you're like a Davido or, you know, you might have someone like that, like a whiskey. If you're like a really, really, really blown artist, you mm-hmm. might have someone like that, but most people don't. Do you have, you have a manager, right? Yeah, I do. Like, we have managers, we have business managers, we yeah. have things like that, but in terms of wealth managers, mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure. Oh, okay. I'm not sure that it's not like a popular thing in the industry, I wouldn't say. Where do you see the Nigerian music industry in the next five years? Ah, it's going to go up, man. It's blowing up. Like, it's making a lot of sense, like, especially in, in like, outside Nigeria. Yeah, man. People are listening to, yeah. to Nigerian music. And like. hopefully with, like, internet penetration, yeah. hopefully if we get a good president <laughs> that, you know, is able to give us maybe, like, steady electricity, maybe raise the how much people are earning a little bit. Yeah. We can have a huge rise in the entertainment industry, huge, because already people show so much interest in music. Yeah. And it's been increasing and increasing. And we because of technology we've been able to leapfrog like C D distribution and stuff like that. So you have things like YouTube, Spotify you know, let me even use just YouTube because mm-hmm. I don't think people are using iTunes and Spotify yet. Yeah, but you know, much, yeah. you will have platforms and you have ways that this music is circulating and you have a way to organize that chaos mm-hmm. in that people are not just going to make money from exporting the music, which is what we're doing now. Yeah. So a lot of money that people will make from an artist, Nigerian artist will do a UK tour, do a US tour. Is, are they really doing Nigerian tours? Not, yeah, really. No, not really. You know. So if we get our stuff together here, the entertainment industry will shoot up because it just and a lot of industries not just the entertainment yeah, industry yeah, yeah. just means that people can make money from do you know how many Nigerians there plenty if you could make addressable market today is very very small mm-hmm. do you get because only a handful of people can access the internet True. only a handful of people can spend money on iTunes or Spotify mm-hmm. only a handful of people can pay to come for sure yeah. That is why they are exporting to the US to or, to UK, the US where or UK where ten pounds for a show or twenty pounds for a show is not a ridiculous amount. People are used yeah, to doing that. Yeah. Where paying nine ninety nine for a subscription is not crazy. Because mm-hmm. it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? So yeah. now and that's a country of maybe like if you say the US is three hundred million people, out of that three hundred million people, only twenty million people maybe like Afrobeats. Yeah. Or maybe ten percent. Let's say thirty million 30 people million like Afrobeats. Yeah. Out of those 30 million people, your fans in the 30 million will be like, there's, maybe they like all the Afrobeats, uh, maybe even add Jamaican music, mm-hmm, everything. Mm-hmm. Your addressable market from there can, will be smaller. Yeah. So when you now get to that, now say, if I'm getting 80% of this market self, how much am I really getting? Compared to if you're getting 80% of the market in only Nigeria, or 50% in only Nigeria, that's mm, a crazy that's, amount that's, of people. That's, that's, that's mad. Yeah, that's when we'll see it. What's your advice for, you know, guys out there, you know, when I mean guys, I mean guys and ladies as well, mm-hmm. um, doing this stuff, like, working hard, um, and things are not just, like, you know, Clicking. looking looking bright right now, like, Man. especially when you're in Lagos. I would say, I would say be patient, crazy, yeah. be patient. Chances are, you know, like I said, if you're listening to this, podcast chances are that you are more likely to be a, to live a comfortable life in the long run than you are of dying of poverty like if you realistically think about it how many p- people are going to die of poverty that can listen to this podcast no chances are you know you have some mm-hmm. sort of education so you will be okay last mm-hmm. last you'll be okay you just have to be patient 
Mm, you nice. get, you have some, you have some run of luck at some point. Things yeah. will not always be bad. Yeah, I've be. had times where I had zero bar in this Nigeria, mm. where I had no money, nothing. no job, nothing. Music was not clicking, dropping some, nobody was answering me. Do you understand? Yeah. After having blown jam, so yeah, yeah. you have to understand that. But your time, yeah, downs, yeah, yeah. your time will come. When your time comes, just take it. Just be and ready. when you see the opportunity, like seize it, man. Like, yeah. When you're down, just make sure that you're just. If if you're down, that means you're not that busy. You get mm-hmm. give yourself a skill, learn something. That's another very important thing. I want to say you need to learn something, yeah. any skill. A skill. I mean, there were a lot of things you learned when you came back. Thank like, you. Like about tech, like you yeah, didn't just <laughs> I learned it. Like I didn't learn it in school. Yeah, I learned it on my own just yeah. because. I'm sure you read would, a lot of essays of program and. Oh you know, my god, like, you have no every, idea. Every night and morning, like yeah, and it wasn't like it wasn't even. Looking back at it, someone will look at it and say, oh man, I was disciplined, I was reading. No, I wasn't oh, disciplined, yeah. I was just interested. That's it. Find something you're interested in and get a skill. People will pay you for a skill. The fact that I make music, right, I I got, when I was working in a mobile games uh, company, yeah. I was like a project manager managing the process of games, but also doing the music on the games. And mm-hmm. the reason why I could do that was because, I mean, I was doing the sound effects. Why, yeah. why could I do that? Because I learned a skill, I make mm-hmm. music, I know how to use logic. You know, I know how to use software. And do you know what it means to learn a skill these days? It's not like going to go and do an apprenticeship and go and no. do carpenter work. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. All you need to do is learn how to use a software. One software I mean, or two. Yeah. Max. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Learn how to use Sketch. You can get a job mm-hmm. as a designer. That's one of the most important skills in today's t- in, 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 in the world today. Being able to learn. Yeah. How quickly can you learn? It's not about what you learned in school. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's be useless anyways. True. Thank you very much, Chaja yeah. It was nice having you. Yeah, Thank thanks, you. man. Yeah. It was a pleasure chatting. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. But in the meantime, share the podcast with your friends on Twitter and tag a guest you would like to hear in future episodes. See you soon.